from the Foggy Mountain Studios. Welcome to the podcast, The Decline and Fall of America. I am your host, Charles Factor. I am Harvard educated and a former Lieutenant Commander in the United States Navy. Again, I wanted to welcome you to this podcast and the subject for today is military recruiting and the decline and fall of America. Now you may say, what does military recruiting have to do with the decline and fall of America? And that's a fair question. Well, the military is not apart from America. It's not separate. It doesn't do differently. When America succeeds, the military succeeds. When the military fails, America fails, and vice versa. It's part of it. It's one of the key parts of the quilt. So what we see in military recruiting is really a reflection of the state of American society. Because after all, that's where they get their recruits. All branches of the armed forces look to American citizens and a few non-citizens. That's where they draft in times of war, times of peace. That's where they recruit volunteers. Currently, it's a voluntary military. Nobody's forced to join. People have to raise their right hand, take an oath of allegiance, and join of their own volition. It's really up to them. So the military has to attract and recruit people. It has to make what they offer good or great or better than what they have in the civilian world. Otherwise, they're not going to join. It's quite a commitment, time and energy. Sometimes you have to be separated from loved ones for long periods of time. So let's take a look at the state of military recruiting and what does it tell us about the state of America? Today I'm gonna discuss an article written by ABC News, it came out this year. And the title of the article is that the military is struggling to find new troops as fewer young Americans are willing or able to serve. Here's what it has to say, and then we'll discuss it afterwards. Quote, the US military has a recruiting problem with a former senior military official telling ABC News that the viability of the all volunteer force could be at stake. Pentagon data shows a simple troubling trend. Fewer and fewer young people want to serve. And due to obesity and other problems, fewer are qualified. The Defense Department's top personnel and readiness leader blamed the nation's competitive job market as a major contributor while testifying on Capitol Hill in late October excuse me, in late April. He said, quote, the department is in fierce competition for skilled, relevant, and innovative talent. The labor market exacerbated by the effects of the pandemic and the military-civilian divide creates a challenging recruiting environment, unquote. Gilbert Cisneros told the senators at an armed services subcommittee hearing. A former senior military officer told ABC News that today's recruiters face a great challenge in pitching the benefits of enlisting to young people with private companies. 
using impressive incentives to entice prospects. Quote, many of the things that we used to offer, like the GI Bill, are offered by private industry today, so they're no longer a benefit, the former senior official said. Even the Marine Corps, which does not usually struggle to find recruits, is under pressure to meet its goals. Quote, we made mission last year. However, fiscal year 2022 has proved to be arguably the most challenging year in recruiting history. Marine Lieutenant General David Ottingnan said in written testimony before joining Cisneros at the Senate hearing in April, quote, in addition to COVID, the growing disconnect and declining favorable view between the U.S. population and transitional institutions, labor shortages, high inflation, and a population of youth who do not see the value of military service also continue to strain recruiting efforts and place the Marine Corps accession mission at risk. Only 9% of young people now show a propensity to serve, according to the Defense Department polling data that was shared with ABC News. It's the lowest number in 15 years. Top reasons cited for not wanting to join are the possibility of injury or death, a fear of developing PTSD or other psychological problems, but the pool of young people who meet the basic standards to enlist in the military is also shrinking. Only 23% of Americans aged 17 to 24 are eligible to join without being granted a waiver. Now let me pause right there. That's important. Let me repeat that statistic. Only 23% of Americans aged 17 to 24 are eligible to join without being granted a waiver. So what that means is only one in four or one in five Americans are even eligible to join the military? Wow. Now to me, that's very significant. And it tells you about the current state of America's youth. Let's continue with the article. This is down from 29% in recent years, according to the Pentagon data. Obesity and drug use are common disqualifying factors. Let me repeat that. Obesity and drug use are common disqualifying factors. The former senior official who maintains contact with active duty leaders said that the poor shape of some of the incoming troops has led the Army to stop trying to have them run within the first two weeks of basic training. Quote, they have to teach them how to run. They've had issues with bone density to the point that when they do run, they end up breaking a leg or worse, a hip, the former official said. Well, I've even heard in some cases they're putting them on diets of insure, you know, the stuff for old people like me in order to build that bone density, unquote. A second former senior military official told ABC News that the problem is worse than the general public realizes. Quote, to the average civilian who is not knowledgeable about the situation, they think there's all kinds of kids around. Yeah, but you can't bring them in the army if they're obese. And if they've got a history of drug abuse, all these other things. So it's a much smaller population, the second former official said. The Army slightly exceeded its enlistment active duty recruiting goal for fiscal year 21 
but so far has only reached about 40% of its goal for fiscal year 22, which ends in three months. The last few months of the fiscal quarter is usually when the Army gets most of its recruits for the year because that's when the high school graduations occur. But an Army official acknowledged that this is an unprecedented year. The Army is clearly behind where we would like to be. So in an attempt to expand its base of applicants, the Army this week advertised that it was offering limited eligibility for applicants who do not have a GED or a high school diploma to enlist in the regular Army. The Army said the opportunity was not new. Some people without diplomas or GEDs have been able to enlist in the past, just on a very limited basis. Prospective recruits without the standard educational credentials would have to score at least 50 on the Armed Services Vocational Aptitude Battery. And while the opportunity was not new, it was not something actively advertised by the Army until this week. And a second former senior military official spoke of the importance that diplomas had. Quote, if they graduate from a high school, it means that they've started something and they finished it. And that means they're far more likely to succeed in the Army because of a little discipline, the, farmer, the former official said. On Thursday, the announcement welcoming qualified non-graduates was removed from the Army Recruiting Command website. Two Army officials confirmed to ABC News that the service is halting this initiative to reassess its merits. Quote, the Army has currently paused its efforts to take some time to ensure that this option sets recruits up for success in their Army career, one Army official said, with close knowledge of the decision. The authorities exist, but at this stage, we're not bringing them in, another Army official said. The official said it's possible that Army leaders will later decide to proceed with enlisting a small group of non-qualifying graduates to see if doing so is viable on a larger scale, but neither official would say how many non-graduates have been able to enlist through waivers in the past. The first former senior defense official painted a grim picture of the military as a whole. Quote, I have a real concern about the viability of an all-volunteer force, I really do. I don't see anything changing that's going to right this ship now, albeit there's a lot of good people trying to do everything they can, but there's a lot of issues out there that have to be fixed, the former official said. It would help to empower recruiters with more incentive tools, but that would mean more funding like things for enlistment bonuses or higher pay, which comes at the expense of other military projects, according to the former officials. Cisneros told the senators that 4.6% military pay raise increased in the fiscal year 2023 defense budget will help, adding that he's working closely with the services to leverage all authorities' resources and tools to address the recruiting challenges. And a second former senior official said the recruiting problem is a sign of wider societal problems. Quote, it's a reflection on our country. It is our country because those recruiters see the problems firsthand every day, the former official said. Now let's examine this. What's really going on here? You only have 23% of people that want to join, that really want to join the military and can't. Well, can, I suppose. 23% can, the rest can't. So 75% can't. And these are the ones that want to join. 
and they can't join, the ones that can't, the 75% that can't, because they have an obesity problem or they have a drug problem or psychological problems or an alcohol problem or maybe a criminal record problem. They're not allowed to join. So if four out of five youths in America are unqualified to serve as an enlisted person in the United States military, what does that tell you about the state of America's youth? I mean, we're failing. We're failing as a country. We're failing as an educational system. We're failing as a society. These young people are unprepared for adult life. Now, we're not saying they need to be brain surgeons. They don't have to be rocket scientists. They don't have to be computer engineers. That's not what we're dealing with here. This is for your entry-level enlisted position in the armed forces, age 18 or older. So if people can't even do that, then they're probably not going to be able to do a whole lot of other things either. I mean, what kind of employer wants somebody that's drug addicted or alcoholic or obese? Or as you heard the recruiters say, if we ask them to run because they're so out of shape, they break a leg because they have, they have bone density problems. So what that tells you is these kids are out of shape. They're overweight. They're not physically fit. And how did that come to be? How did we, the great American empire, how did we get in a situation that only one in five of our youth are even physically fit and psychologically fit enough to join our military at the most basic entry level? Only 23% can do it. Really? Well, what does that say about our ability to, to, to defend the country? What does that say about our ability to produce anything? It really speaks to me about a need for our society to change fundamentally how we are raising young people. Coddling isn't the right answer. Letting them sit on their cell phones 11 hours a day is not the right answer. And neither is video games for eight hours a day. That's not the right answer either. Lack of exercise, lack of participation in sports, not having a job in high school. Parents, what are you doing? Is this a wake-up call or what? I think it is. So how can we do better as parents, as family, as a community? How can we improve the situation? Well, here's a few simple ideas. Restrict the number of hours your kid sits on a cell phone. Really? Do they really need to be on more than two hours a day? Come on. Restrict the number of hours a kid is playing video games. Really? Do they need to play video games more than two hours a day? Come on. Tell them to get up and go find a job. Once they're 14, 15, 16, they can work. Grocery store, well, senior center, dog kennel, farm work, factory work, anything, McDonald's, fast food. Tell them to get a job. Learn the value of a dollar. Learn the value of hard work and then be standing up while they work, getting some exercise. And have them join a sports team for their own physical and mental health. Have them get out there and meet people, learn customer service, learn athletics, Learn what it is to work with other people in a collaborative environment. And parents, I'm talking to you. You know, you can't just let your kids sit around all day 
and say, I love you, I love you, I love you. Here's some food, here's a place to sleep, and then you're done. That's not parenting. That is providing, but that's not even doing the bare minimum. You launch a kid into the world. You launch children into the world with the hope that maybe they're going to do something good, something important, something meaningful. Well, if our children, four out of five of them, can't even make it as an enlisted person in today's U.S. military, then to me, it really tells the story of America that is declining and falling and failing its young people. Thanks again for listening today. From the studios on Foggy Mountain, looking into the great misty beyond at this great country, I am your podcast host, Charles Factor.